everybody. Welcome to the PM Podcast. And Promise and I are actually together today. Yay. Yay. Okay. Um, let's just get right into it. Hey, Promise, guess what? What? Uh, it only took six days into 2021 <laughs> for um, utter and complete chaos to break out again. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, time is a man-made construct. But we were all hoping things would be a little resolved and that the new year would kind of bring a new, just, you know, you know. It gave us hope and then, um, and then certain people decided to take away that hope and <laughs> now we're all just back, uh, putting our hands in our face and being like, oh no, we can't do that germs. Not, <sighs> shouldn't be touching our faces. Yeah. Just, you know. It's interesting. Nothing has changed. Um, we're not going get to get into it too much because putting more of a light on it just, I think, fuels their power that they think that they have. And, yeah, just shit is shit. And what happened at the Capitol was a, was a, was a true image on how our government or the people that are in charge um have an extreme bias on how they on how they handled that because it's not like it's the first it's not like it's the first uh protest or march onto the capitol those things happen all the time Mm. yeah it was just it was a very interesting contrast to see kind of like seeing like the variant difference in authority or I should say in, like, the treatment of people, you know, com- comparatively between the March in the Capitol and the Black Lives Matter movement. I'm not going to voice my opinions on that here on this podcast because we decided pretty early on that we were going to try and keep it as as little, little politically charged as possible. Um, I have, I have pretty polarized opinions on each. I guess that's not the right way to say it. Like, playing devil's advocate for both sides of it, I guess. Um, you know, when I first saw a lot of the, the, um, like, some of the first things that they were airing on the Capitol, it did seem like normal, peaceful people doing their thing. Definitely, yeah. And then as more footage came out, it became more and more intense and violent. And same thing with the Black Lives Matter, you know, it started off pretty chill, and then all of a sudden it was, people were getting, you know rubber bulleted and gassed and destroying properties and all kinds of stuff like that. So, um, it's just interesting to see like what surfaces and, and, and the difference in, I guess, treatment that becomes pretty apparent to the people that want to take advantage of those kinds of things. So that's all I have to say about that. And I think I've mentioned it in one of our first episodes. Yeah. I don't like, I don't, again, you and I are not, we're not like hugely political people in the first place so yeah again i just don't want to put i don't want to put much much energy we'll make a separate podcast for that if we want to yeah if we want to if we decide to like do like deep dives on politics but like i really don't want to do that because i find i will probably get very confused Mm -hmm. do i think (laughs) do i think that they had every right to be in the capital absolutely but in the way that it was done nope no 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 and that's not to say the way that everyone did it, because there were people that are doing it right, and then people that are doing it wrong, and that can be said for any kind of any kind of 
unrest you run into. It's the same thing with the Black Lives Matter movement. Were people doing it right? Absolutely. Were other people doing it wrong? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. You can't you can't just boil it down necessarily to like a group or a or a belief. You know, like oh, if you believe that, automatically you're a terrorist. It's whole. You can't lump people in like that. And yeah, and I well, think well, at least with those kind of well, unless <laughs> unless you are and but. Yeah, and I it think all that's about individual action. So anyway, individual action, you know, just just because you're on one side doesn't mm-hmm. doesn't make you the best person, doesn't make you a bad guy, it doesn't, you know, everybody everyone's an individual and luckily we live in uh luckily we do have a country where mm-hmm. you know, we are free to pick a side and we are free to believe in whatever we believe in, but I just don't I don't think it's right to lump lump the actions of few people mm-hmm. into what an entire group of people are because yeah they're not all bad people and the other side could say the same thing about you know it doesn't matter but anyways we're moving on yeah more on that later in yeah another place and another time yeah i don't have time all right even though it is really important and if you know People need to get educated about it individually and then form their own opinions from there. Not yep. just be spoon-fed what's been being given to them. So, um, Or with their friends and family, they think. So on, so on. Um, it's very terrible about the losses that happened. Yeah. And we'll That's really it. sad. Um, on a lighter note, do you want to give me a scoop? Do you want to do a quick check-in for your week? Um, yeah, I got my flu shot today. Nice. I did. I got flu shot. I got not the of... Rona shot. The flu no, shot. Okay. flu shot. Um, I got like a little blood workup. My results came back very fast. Um, looked at them. Don't have no idea <laughs> what language. any of the results <laughs> mean. But looking at them, they're all in the green. So I think I'm okay. Green means good. Green means good. Um. Oh, one thing. I was like, no. I did show, like, very low cholesterol. I guess, like, your cholesterol is supposed to be, like, 138. Mine's 136. Okay. But I don't know if I should be concerned about that. I don't know. Um, Doctor I mean, didn't message me. It's better I don't than know. high cholesterol, I would say. Also, I'm sorry, guys, if you happen to hear a cat or crows, apparently my murder of crows is going bonkers behind us. Mm-hmm. It'll happen. They heard I went to the doctor, and they're just like, oh, she's dying. We got things to say. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> they're coming to take you away. The murder of crows came to murder me. One of these days, I'll get them to adopt me. That's my hope. You would. Yeah. I believe that. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> did anything exciting happen, happen to you this no. week? No. Um, I, well, I did get two new service positions in two of like, the things that I volunteer for. Nice. One of them is like... A specific program that help that is like um, advocates for um, people with addictions, and then the other one obviously is the AFSP, which is the Foundation uh, for Suicide Prevention, which I think I've already mentioned. Um, so I've kind of just been like taking on more stuff with that, which feels really good. Um, other than that, we moved our offices, which oh really? Yeah, at same building. I'm just like back in the shop again. Oh nice. So I get to smell exhaust all day. Yay! That's dope. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, uh... <laughs> you're, just hu- you're just huffing that exhaust, man. Oh, my God. One time, there was, like, a propane leak. Holy shit! Yeah, and I'm, like, hearing this kissing, and these motherfuckers left me back there, didn't warn me, 
So I'm sitting there, I'm like hearing this hiss, and I'm like, that seems like there's a lot of air coming out from somewhere. I should probably go check on that. Like poke my head around the corner, and there's like a leaking tank, and they're like, they all like bailed. They all went outside and left my ass sitting in there. Mind you, I had this like really janky ass heater too that would like spark every time <gasps> it came on. I wish I was kidding. I wish I was making that up, but that's real. Like, so like every time it would kick on, I'd be like, kink, you know, like a little spark, and I'm just basically waiting to like explode. And they're like, oh, we were like, they were like running to try and find a, like a tool real quick to like shut it off or shut it up or whatever. And, uh, yeah, failed to tell me that that was going on and that I should probably have not been in the building or the shop. Truly one of my biggest fears. Blowing up? Just, yeah. Just fire in general. Wow. I don't know. Okay. Biggest fear. Do you know what my biggest fear is? Sharks. Oh, yeah. No, ocean. I don't, ocean. Any, I don't, ocean. Live, I don't live anywhere near the ocean. Nope. Ocean. I don't do ocean. Terrified. But I love being in it. I love I will being love, in lo- it. I like looking at it mm-hmm. on a poolside. <laughs> um, By a pool. With the beach a couple feet away. Yeah, I don't do sand. Um, I don't do ocean because hmm. I don't think we what? have a... We don't have a right to be in the ocean. We <laughs> still have 95% of the ocean to explore. We have no right. Morgan's like, leave it. Down for the exploration of the oceans. Boo. <laughs> we don't know enough. And it, it oh is... Oh my god. No, I don't do scary. ocean. I don't scary. even... I just don't do bodies of water that are not a pool. Oh. I love the ocean, though. It took me, like, five or six times, though, going in the ocean before I ever went more than waist deep. And when I did, I got stung by a jellyfish. Maybe that should have been a sign. But I'll continue to go. I get it. I I understand the fear, because I'm also afraid of the ocean, but I still really enjoy it when I get out there. Yeah. I I don't think the ocean invited any of us. (laughs) Um... We may, we may have emerged and evolved from the ocean, but that doesn't mean we get to go back. (laughs) If you you believe that, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Like that's, (laughs) that's funny. That's just, that's how I feel about it. I'll get my little toesies into the ocean, but uh -uh. I will not sit on the side of the boat and let my legs little dangle daggle. (laughs) Um, no, won't do it. Oh my God. Not for me. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, blowing, blowing up in just like just ocean or just bodies of just large bodies of water, so lakes, lots of water lakes where I fire. can't, yeah, yeah, fire in just water. It's <laughs> probably why fair. I don't drink enough of it. That's totally fair. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure, like, did they, when they took your blood, did they happen to, to make you aware that it was like 80% coffee? Did they, did they catch on to that? Or we're still waiting on that result? Maybe. Um, they <laughs> did ask me if I ate this morning and I did. Uh, Coffee's not breakfast, Morgan. We've talked about that. I know, but Cole <laughs> made me a breakfast sandwich before I left for my doctor's appointment. Aww. And if he wouldn't have made it, I would not have eaten. And then it would have probably been really hard to get my blood. Because I guess, like, I guess they want you to, like, eat something before you get your blood drawn. I guess. Yeah, it depends on what they're testing. Yeah, I don't know. But. Oh, he's really good at that. He's, he always makes sure you're, like. I know. Got your, he, got your breakfast burrito for the, the morning out. Or the morning after a girl's night out. Well, he just know he knows that if he doesn't make something for me, I just won't eat. Oh. So. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Oh, and then, that. and then he'll catch me like snacking all day and he was just like, why are you snacking so much? Well, I didn't eat breakfast. Well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what happens, man? Um, this is life. So speaking of like going back a little bit, um, oceans and things, um, just a quick update as far as we were talking about, like, the Alaskan Wildlife Refuge. Um, 
So apparently there's, like, now that Trump is about to be out of office, there's, like, a huge push to get that all land all leased off. And I think they actually finally had a bid. Only three companies showed up. Oh, I did. I did see that. And it mm-hmm. went for super cheap, too. Mm-hmm. Did you see how much it went for? It was, like, $25 per acre or something like that. Yeah. It was super so, cheap. Yeah. Well, because, like, no one showed up. And a lot of the, like, major banks, like J.P. Morgan Chase and Wells Fargo and stuff like that, like, a lot of the major banks, like, said they weren't going to touch it. Um, which was probably smart on their part. Um, so, considering, like, the backlash. Um, I did find out that there are two indigenous tribes that live on that land. Oh, shit. Um, at least a portion of it. So that's going to be kind of interesting to see kind of how they come up. Hmm. what they come up against as far as um, kind of stopping them processing and building on that land. Um, one of the one of the companies is from Australia. Another one is an Alaskan company, which the guy's argument is it's going to bring in a lot of revenue for Alaskans. And, I mean, fair enough. It would be, you know, that would be like a huge thing for them, financially speaking. But being that it's on coastal land and it's pretty much... A lot of it is kind of unresearched land. They really don't know what the integrity of it is. They also don't have any drilling equipment themselves, so they basically have to be building the entire thing from scratch. Oh, shit. A company that's never done that before. So, or not never done that before, but has never been, like, like they'd have to outsource all their stuff. And, like, you just, when you add more people and things involved in, I guess you just don't know what it's going to end up looking like. And because it is coastal, it's like... And because it's in Alaska, the main thing is, like, if something goes wrong, it's going to take a lot of resources and a lot of time to get out there. For example, a spill. Oh, my God. Yeah. For them to, get, to like, be able to find people and resources in such a rural place to be able to get fast action for a cleanup or if something, like, you know, goes wrong and, like, people need help or, you know, like, it's... Um, everybody just needs to have a shit ton of Dawn cleaning soap. <laughs> Dawn will save the planet. Yeah. Just, just Dawn the oil right out the, right out the ocean. You'll be fine. It, it saves the penguins. Oh my God. Yeah. It does though. Man, that, I guess, I guess, you know, I guess you didn't really think about any of that. Mm-hmm. But that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's just interesting to see. And, like, and they're they're hopeful, you know, that they, there might be some oil there. There might be. I mean, there's obviously some, but they're, like, they're basically just guessing in the dark. They're buying ahead of time just for the promise of something that'll be extremely lucrative. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, you know, once Biden gets in, I know that he's pretty adamant against putting the kibosh on that. Or he's pretty adamant for putting the kibosh on that. Um, so we'll see. You know, the land is bought or bid. The land is bid. And, um, you know, whether anything comes of it or not, there's multiple lawsuits going on. If you're interested, you can probably look up and petition with some of it if you care about that sort of thing. Um, yeah. Interesting. So it's happening. It's getting sold. But. That is, that is, it's interesting to, like, think about only because the, I guess, um, Kind of like from what other people that have more information on on just that specifically, I guess Alaska is um, can potentially be considered like a hotspot for oil, and which would be great for 
you know, which would be great for Americans because it would be sourced here in America, therefore maybe making the price of oil cheaper, mm -hmm. I guess. And I guess that would kind of like be the chain reaction mm -hmm. to it. And then it would kind of like solve all the issues that we have like in other countries. But then it's kind of like, but wait, you want to like save our land and buy it from somewhere that where they could be potentially in another country that li pretty much lives off finding yeah. oil, they're potentially destroying their land for us. So it like, so it's kind of, I'm like, again, I don't know the ins and outs of it. That's just like, that's just kind of like my thinking of mm -hmm. like, I can appreciate the, go ahead. Sorry. Like, well, I don't know. Like I, it's just, it's just kind of like one of those things. Like if you really like deeply start to think about it, it's just kind of like, so it's okay for another country that, you know, may or may not be more or less poor or rich or something like that. Um, we're going to buy it off of them and let them destroy their land, but we're not going to destroy ours and make it cheaper and kind of like, like, you know, people, especially people like, would be upset, like people would be upset if Australia, if that company from Australia was the one that ended up buying up all that land. Yes. Like more people would be upset. Not just the people who cared about the environment, but it'd be, like, people who, like, economically would be upset. And speaking of, like, the, like, economics, do not, I don't know anything about it, so I'm probably talking about my ass here. But I, I understand the appeal of Alaska having that revenue and, like, having that, like, having a, because the percentage of, essentially what would happen is, like, that Alaskan company, if they start drilling for oil and, like, the profits they make of that, it'd be something outrageous, like, 20% of something like that would have to go back to the state of Alaska. Hmm. And it would be, I mean, massive amounts of money. So I understand that from that perspective. But then I also think of the billions of dollars they're putting in towards purchasing the land. Mm -hmm. The billions of dollars they're going to have to put towards builds. The billions of dollars they're going to have to contract out for people who actually have oil equipment and oil workers and oil hunters and, like, those kind of things or whatever they call them. So, like, all the money that's going to get dumped into that could go towards, I don't know, maybe implementing sustainable energy sources instead. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to a guy who actually worked, he would build programs for people, basically like they would implement money saving, energy saving programs into these huge corporations and companies and buildings. And they would go in and they'd like... They would redo all their light fixtures, all their plumbing, all their everything. I mean, they would basically, like, rebuild the thing, like, from the walls out Fuck. or from the guts out. And they would be, like, everything, any little thing to, like, a, to a computer monitor. They would evaluate what energy it was taking to do that and, like, how they could make it better and what they could, what they could rebuild or, re, you know, redo to make it more efficient and save them tons of money. Whoa. In, in electricity costs. So, like, that's what he did for a living. Very lucrative if you have a large enough operation. So, what he was explaining to me, the kind of money that they put into building these, like, oil field or oil drills out in the middle of the ocean and these oil drills that are going to be in, like, rural Alaska and all this crazy stuff, the, t the time and money it takes to, like, house and transport and all this stuff and build and make the whole thing happen would be more than enough to 
basically restructure our entire need for fossil fuel. But why why would anyone actually do that logically? Well, because they'd probably have to collaborate with other companies that... I don't know, probably because no, it's not I'm, as profitable in their minds. Well, I'm um, just saying that, like, sarcastically. That's oh, the logical. Yeah. That's, that's the, that's the yeah. logical thing yeah. to do. But unfortunately, us logical people don't get hurt. <laughs> so that's why, that's why, like, a lot of political stuff, I just stay out of it because I'm like... Mm-hmm. It was, just, it was just a fun fact to, like, have someone who literally was a professional tell that to me. Like, Dude. like, all the money that they spend on doing those kinds of things, they could reface their entire, they could reface their entire means of energy production. Interesting. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. That would so, make, that would make mm-hmm. more sense. And, well, and then I've, I've had this conversation briefly with my brother, who's an engineer, and he's, he has an argument saying that like obviously solar solar power and wind power and things like that are like less reliable or like less efficient like there's more of it that you have to put out to get more of it but i just don't know like i would have to do more research on that because they're coming up with better and better things to harness it in the meantime so anyway well energy i mean whatever our planet's going to shit anyway so i think it's probably going to be like i think i think everybody is Everybody that is in charge of those decisions will start making those decisions once it's kind of like we're out of oil, we are out of water. Once you um, have no options, yeah. Like Michigan is now 105 degrees all year round. Um, Like, you know, like all these catastrophic (laughs) things to the environment are going to happen and then they're going to be like, huh, I guess we should try that thing that they started 50 yeah. years ago that we didn't think was going to work yeah. or save money, and now we are at our last hope. Yeah. I and think that's probably token, what's going to happen. The same token back in the 70s, they thought by now, like, we would be out of crude oil. Like, they thought, oh, we, yeah. they thought we would, like, gone, tapped out, you know, that kind of thing. So it's just, I, I don't know. Uh, more research done on that later. Yeah. Um, environmental things. Environmental things with promise. Because she's apparently into that. Apparently very into uh, saving our planet. Um, her and a handful of people are very into that. <laughs> just, just a few. Just, just a, just a, just a few. Um, Little bundle. You know, she meets with Al Gore once a week. <laughs> I can smack you. Oh, I can't smack you because you're in person today. Whack. You're so funny. But anyways, since we're, uh, you know, we could go on forever about oh. the environment. Can I do one last thing? What? It's about animals. So this Ooh, is I like just animals. segueing a little bit into something else, but still kind of environmental. Yeah. Fuck the environment. Let's talk about animals. <laughs> <laughs> They're not related, right? So anyway, um, this year, I was reading this really interesting article where they were like, okay, well, instead of going to zoos and, um, you know, things like that, start supporting local sanctuaries. Not local sanctuaries, because not everyone has just like a sanctuary down the road on the corner of the there's sanctuary. one out by my house yeah i've been there it's so cool been there yet. we should go so here's my thought this coming year is i'm gonna try and avoid places like um you know the zoo or the denver aquarium or like things like that it sucks because i really love the aquarium but i'm thinking about like kind of focusing more on like what i'm going to be putting my money towards as far as those kinds of things i did ride a camel once and i have always felt guilt for that 
I have not, and I don't think I want to. Oh, I've ridden an elephant and I've ridden a camel, <gasps> and it was really cool experience. I don't think I would want to ride either of them. I've I've fed an elephant. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Have you fed the giraffes? I have fed the giraffes. You can do both at the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo. Yeah, it's dope. It is really dope. I love it so it's much. Also, I, know, yeah, so. I know. Thoughts and feelings. Um, some zoos though, like they actually are like re- recuperative facilities. You know what I mean? So it's not like just they're out. You know, I think that's what the Cheyenne Mountain catching animals for fun. And yeah, then... I think that's what the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo does. Like they, they, it's a, it's a large zoo, but it's small in the fact of they like they take a lot of animals who have been saved from like shitty situations, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, performance circuits and things like that, or people who had illegal animals and they've saved them from like really awful conditions, and they'll yeah. even tell you like what animal came from where. A lot of them have been domesticated their whole lives, so setting them back into the wild is kind of, I mean, not the best option as far as them surviving. Yeah, the last time I was at the Cheyenne Mountain Zoo, um, they just took in a moose calf whose mom was hit by a car. And um, and so, and they, they had just released their moose that was in the enclosure back into the wild because they rehabilitate the moose, I guess, is kind of like what they do. I don't know what else they rehabilitate, but I know the moose mm-hmm. they do. Mm-hmm. And um, they just took in they just took in a calf like a week before. That's awesome. Yeah, so I know that they do a lot of that stuff. But yeah. Colorado's got some cool stuff like that. They have, like the wildlife sanctuary and stuff like that too, which I haven't seen yet. But that's by heard, that's by my house. That's the one. It's not yeah. it's not too far. Um, it's not too far from me. Um, it is so cool. Um, we ended up like kind of making a day of it and it's cool too, like how they're set up. They are set up so that way the animals truly are just doing their day to day thing because there's no glass. It's all open and you're actually on like a, um, you're on like a boardwalk is all it is. So you're so up high that the animals don't even really recognize that you're there and we should actually go in April because that's when all the bears start coming out of hibernation. Ooh, so we actually went as bears were coming out of hibernation and we got to see, um, we got to see like the grizzly bear the come bears. out of, yeah, come out of the, <laughs> come out. It was, it was really cool. Um, anybody living in Colorado that wants to go highly recommend bring binoculars just because it is not meant to be a zoo. It's not meant for you to be able to go, yeah, they're on and like a huge the, plot of land. But yeah, it's like so very you, open. Yeah, so you do um, do recommend bringing binoculars. Um, super cool. April's a really good time to go. And Colton and I actually subscribe to their um, their bi monthly magazine. So pretty much, so you know, instead of just going and um, and paying to get in, which of course is considered a donation, we actually. We actually subscribe to their like bi-monthly like magazine I get a newsletter. Magazine. Yeah, I, don't, I don't ever remember signing up for it, but I get their magazine every yeah. month or whatever. And it's yeah. really cool that you get all the stories of the animals. Stuff yeah, like that. they did a whole segment on like on all the animals that they um, that they took from Tiger King's sanctuary. Oh yeah, that's right. All the yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. I forgot because they finally that got shut down. Yep. They, and the animals that they got. I don't know if all of them, but they got the animals from Tiger King, and they're here in the Colorado Wildlife Sanctuary. Yeah, yeah, they Fun took, fact. if I remember correctly, we asked somebody how many they took, and I think it was like 25 or 35 oh my God. of their tigers. Yeah, yeah, they have, they have a lot, so I mean, that's like, that's a simple thing to do. We subscribe 
we subscribe to it. So, you know, so that's kind of like our like little way. And then another thing, once um, Tristan gets a little bit older, I want to start um, volunteering there as well, since it's not too, too far from my house. Because, mm-hmm. you know, my dream in life is to, like, be best friends, like, with a tiger or a lion or a jaguar or any uh, so, any big cat that can eat me. Yeah. So you'll get adopted by cats. Uh-huh. I'll get adopted by crows. Um, it's going to be tight. Yeah, we're going to take over the world. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're animal friends. I'm down. <laughs> Come to me, animal friends. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I think I think that's a great idea, visiting. That was an Ace Ventura quote, for those of you who caught it. Oh, man, I can't remember the last time. All right, so... Speaking of caged animals for our viewing pleasure, what's the celebrity scoop? Ooh, <laughs> I have a wonderful caged animal to talk about right now. And um, his name is uh, Kanye West. Oh. And he really is a caged animal. And every single time he breaks out, he does something great, but then they kind of got to reel him back in. You know, being like, okay, had right. your free time. What's his drama? Okay, so I guess, I mean, for those of you that don't know... Um, it started going through the rumor mill that Kanye West and Kim Kardashian were getting divorced because Kanye West is supposedly having an affair with Jeffree Star, which is utter bullshit. I did not believe it. The divorce is confirmed, I heard. See, and then I saw the confirmation, but then I think it was Kim put on Instagram that they're not getting divorced. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a different... I don't care about that. So anyway, like, I don't care about that. What I Jeffree care Star about scoop. is the Jeffree Star, Kanye West scoop, which is utter bullshit. I did not believe a second of it when I saw it. I was like, no, no. There's no way that's a fucking thing. But here's how it kind of got started. So there was a bored drunk girl on TikTok who is like, I guess, TikTok famous. Don't know. I don't do TikTok. But I guess she went on and she made a TikTok saying that she heard from a reliable source that Kanye West is only in Wyoming because he's having an affair with Jeffree Star, who also has a house in Wyoming, and they were in Wyoming at the same time. (laughs) Newsflash, people, because I looked into this part. Jeffree Star's um, Wyoming house is in Casper, Wyoming. Kanye West is right outside of Jackson Hole, Wyoming. Guess how far apart they are from each other? Because guess what? Wyoming is not a tiny state. They're, the places that they each live in Wyoming are about six hours away from one another. So again, right there instantly, it's just kind of like, no, that's no. There's no. And then on top of it, why would Jeffree Star have anything to do with the Kardashians? Because he has had beef with Kim and with Kylie. They both had beef because they're all makeup moguls Mm. is what they all are. Jeffrey is known for doing um, product reviews and he has dragged Kylie. He has dragged Kim Mm. on their makeup, which are not, they're not bad makeup brands. Like I actually like KKW. Um, You know, I would totally get like a lip kit from Kylie, you know, Mm. but I'm a Jeffrey star Stan, I buy just about anything he puts out, uh, you know, even his clothing. And it's good quality. I like it. But that's beside the point. So then, okay, so then it gets even further promises. I know you're not into all this. So after this scoop breaks, after this, you know, this story kind of breaks, the, I think like the day after Jeffree Star posted on his Instagram, 
a like really like dolled up picture of himself and like he had a full face and like nice wig and it says getting ready for Sunday service because Kanye West holds his church services in Wyoming sometimes. So she posed, he posted that just to, just to rile everybody up. So he, so Jeffree Star, all in all, in the end, he got a huge ego boost from this story. So I haven't watched it yet, but I think it was like on Monday or Tuesday, he, um, he released a YouTube video talking about him being like, this is so not true. This TikToker created it. Da, da, da. It's not true. But it's like, bitch, you totally fed off of right. that. You totally fed off of it. You totally bought into it. Yeah, dangled the bait. Yeah, you dangled the bait. And it's like, sorry, honey, like Kim and Kanye are way more powerful than you are. And if you really want to feed into this and if you want to like kind of go down the rabbit hole and kind of like insinuate that it's true, the Kardashians will take you down. It's kind of like how I think about it. Like they are the, they're like, they're U.S. royalty, which is kind of gross to me, but, (laughs) but yeah, like that's just, I don't think it's true. I would not be surprised if they, if they do, if they end up getting divorced, I would not be surprised in the slightest. Mm. Like. You know, he has his own, he has his own issues, and I think, I think Kim was, like, a really brave, really brave, really strong woman for putting up with some of the shit that she puts up with when it comes to being with him. Mm. And, like, I can't remember if it's confirmed or not, but there are notions out there that he has mental problems like that he whether it's bipolar oh my gosh what tipped that off i know right i don't know i think he's a totally normal guy and they the kardashians have come out and said oh well like putting him on meds would affect his creativity and would like affect his brand i guess Mm -hmm. but you know you can only do that for so long but I mean, fuck. Kim yeah. ain't gonna be hurting. Neither of them are gonna be hurting. Yeah. Whatsoever. Like, she's like, oh my god, I love being a mom. I was like, yeah, I would love being a mom to four kids with three nannies too. That would be great. <laughs> oh my god. You know, I would love to spend a million, like over a million dollars on my birthday and take all of my friends to Bora Bora and be on a private jet. Yeah, honey, you're gonna be fine. Yeah. Talk about a carbon footprint. Yeah. Um, could you imagine being, like, being, like, in the public eye to the degree that if you're in the same state as somebody, they assume you're fucking? Could you imagine that? Yes, I can. Okay. <laughs> Just because I feel like it's kind of like the small town drama of, mm, like... It's good. I mean, yeah. it's good. Like, it's when exactly... It's good, it's it, good. Yeah, it's exactly like small, like small town yeah. drama, which I've had to deal with enough, like, you get... Oh, See going, you you know someone someone sees you. Someone gives you a ride. Someone yeah. gives you a ride to the road down to your nana's house, and they're like, mm-hmm. oh, "Did you know that they're doing it?" Oh, uh, oh, it, like it the ones who it is. the ones in high school where you know you you know it. Everyone ends up going to the same high school and. You have a car and you see one of your classmates at the bus stop and you're like, hey man, I'll just give you a ride to school real quick. Pull up to school and then just like, oh my God. Everyone thinks you're the new item. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, that doesn't, when you do live in a small town, it doesn't stop at high school. It doesn't no, it doesn't. Continue on. And sometimes it's fun. Like, 
I love going home and like recognizing people and being like, oh my gosh, like how are you? How's it been? Da da da. There's a very like there's a very community feel. But then when you're there for about five days, and you start getting the scoop on everybody that you haven't seen in a couple years or whatever, it's like, oh no, mm-hmm. this is nothing has changed and I gotta get out of here. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta go. You know, you're from a small town when you go home to visit and everybody, everyone asks you why you moved back home. Mm. Nope. Didn't, nope. Didn't move home. I'm literally just here for Thanksgiving. Thanks for asking. (laughs) Have you moved anywhere recently? Oh, you moved from uh, Locust Street to Division Street. Cool. Good for you. Or, oh, you, you moved into your grandma's house that you're parents used to live in that you used to live in that now you live in again that now you'll live in until you have children and then they'll live in and then they'll have children and then they'll live in and then you'll die in it and then your children will die in it and I'm like oh god oh god please please no yeah I mean as much as I would love like all like the perks of just having dispendable money Mm. um yeah I don't know I don't, I don't. Would you rather be rich or would you rather be famous? Rich. Okay. Me too. Yeah. Although there is a part of me, obviously, based on who I am, the ego trip that I would get from being famous, I think, would be. Oh, I mean, I it would, would be love fulfilling that. for a time. It mm-hmm. would. Yeah. It would, but I just I couldn't imagine. Like I like I do. I think of the Kardashians and just how like they literally can't go anywhere. I mean, you can't wipe your nose without someone making a thing about it. Yeah, you really. can't, like, you can't even, you can't, you can't even go shopping without calling, without someone calling somebody to close down that store just so you can go shopping. Like, those are the things that it's just kind of like, oh, like, that seems cool. You get to, you know, you get to close an entire store for four hours oh, so you can happen? go shopping. Huh? Does that happen for them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that happens for them. And, um... And it's just like, oh, that just sucks. So lonely. Yeah. That sounds so lonely. You do. So I think that's why, like, the Kardashians, they have, they are such a close-knit family because like, they have, so. yeah, unhealthily, but they do, they have just so much, not power, but they're just such a well-known family in this country well, and in the world that they, they, they can't. They're in the limelight. They have people on their throat all the time. They can't. They can't live necessarily a normal life because people won't won't allow them to have normal interactions. Yeah. Because some people just don't know how to be fucking polite and maybe, like, not snap pictures of people while they're checking out produce. Yeah. Yeah, or just little things like, fuck, man, I just wanted to make chicken from McDonald's, but now it's headlining news that I'm off the wagon of my diet. Oh, Lord. Like, Could you imagine? Oh, oh my God. no. Like, it's just, it's just <laughs> like things imagine? like, yeah, it's just like things like that that uh, I'm just kind of like, you know what, I would... I would thinking it. Yeah, I'd like to have all the money. Um, I would like to have all the money just because obviously, you know, our the world revolves around how much money you have and how much money you make and mm-hmm. it's just it's like it's a sad thing to like think about, but it's just kind of like, man, like so many problems are solved with money. And that's so sad. My grandpa used to tell us, well, he still does tell us. He's alive. Um, so my grandpa tells us um Money doesn't buy happiness, but it sure does make it easier. Yeah, it does. Fuck yeah, man. <laughs> and I've, like, always remembered that. Because it was, like, to me, it was, like, the realest thing. Yeah. Because most people are like, well, money doesn't buy happiness. 
But but it does make life easier. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, like there's a lot of things I could imagine myself accomplishing if I had more of a funds to like to do it or I should say the time. The time that money frees up is to me what the game changer would be. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like something as dumb as like and it's not very expensive, but something as dumb as like having somebody else do my laundry. Like to have the means to be able to pay for that service. Mm-hmm. For you to have to if you were to be able to afford like a full time nanny and literally have someone taking care of tea while you were doing a hundred and one other things that you want to do, like, you know, working or doing more with the podcast or doing like Mm-hmm. Any number of things that that amount of time would free you up for, mm-hmm. wouldn't that make a big difference? It'd make a world of a difference. I feel like I would accomplish so much more if I just had. You could earn more. You yeah, if more. I could. Yeah, if I could just have, I could just you know like again like you know being a being a stay at home parent, um, just thinking about how much I would just be able to accomplish if I just had that extra help. It's not like Even it's not just like five hours. Just yeah, for, for you know. You know, and then, of course, like, you know, we are still in the middle of a global pandemic. I mean, I do have a babysitter and everything like that, but also it's kind of like, shit, you know, do I, like, what is, what's worth paying them, you know, again, like, single family income, all this other shit. There's a lot of things yeah. that go into it that yeah. you just have to kind of think a little bit more logically yeah. about, but, yeah, it's, it's kind of insane, and it's weird to, like, hear about, um what people like what people do so I don't know if you've seen but there's there's a youtuber that all he does is he goes around really wealthy parts of LA Bel Air um it's really wealthy parts and he just goes up to people that are in really nice cars and Mm -hmm. is just like hey what do you do for a living Mm -hmm. majority of them say that they're either in IT or investments or real estate Mm mm-hmm and then there, I God, I cannot think of his name. I think his name is Daniel. Man, I don't know. I don't know. He went up to he went up to one guy who was filling up his gas tank, and he just goes, "Hey, man, do you mind asking if you know? Do you mind if I ask you what you do for a living?" And he pulls down his mask. And he goes, "I'm Jason Derulo, man." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! And he was he was like, "Oh," he was like, "Oh shit, dude!" Yes, you are. <laughs> that's you. And he was like, yeah, you're so, you're so, and so I've seen your videos. Like, that's really cool what you're doing, man. Like, that's amazing. Nice to meet you. <laughs> and he's like, Jason Derulo just said it was nice to meet me. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> but awesome. yeah, like that's like, that's what he does. And then oh. <laughs> he'll go through like a wealthy neighborhood and go up to people's mm-hmm. homes and like mm-hmm. ring the doorbell and be like, Hey, what do you do for a living? Yeah. And like, it's really funny. The women, a lot of, and I know like, it's like, it's, it sounds bad because it puts like women on a bias, but like, um, like the women are just kind of like, wait, what? What do I do for a living? Oh, I'm married. Like getting oh. into some <laughs> fucking like GTS. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, it's a lot of those. And like, they, he went up into one house and he rang the doorbell and oh, like boy. this, like, you know, like maybe late teens, early twenties answers her and like, Hey, do you mind? Like, do you own this house? She's like, yeah. It's like, well, well, what do you do for a living? And she goes, Oh, I have a trust fund. And I'm like, no. Hey man. I mean, I don't know. I can't yeah. say much. I can't say much. We have a, you know, we have a trust fund for Tristan, but granted, we great. don't, yeah. granted, we don't make millions and millions and gajillions of yeah. dollars, you know, that's just, sure. that's just something we think is a smart thing to do as parents. Sure. But. Yeah. But it's like, you know, even if I had that much money, I feel like I would still have to make my kid get a job. Oh, absolutely. I like, you still have to do something. And by the way, Instagram influencer does not count. Does not count. <laughs> you can you still do that. Please. That's great. Yeah. 
But that shit—that shit's hard yeah. work, and you don't even know what hard work is yet. I'm like I will not stifle you if that's what you want to get into. Get into it. My sister does that. I'm like, what the? It's like, it's, it's hard thing. work. It's a that's, real thing. I know it is. It's hard though. Um, I can't like honestly like right now like maybe when Tristan's in school I could like see myself really trying to do that. But that shit is hard. It's a lot. You know how many like facials I would have to get? <laughs> it's expensive. It's expensive. Um, let's see. What else? All right. That's pretty cool, though. And by the way, yeah, a lot of those people, they are very wealthy. I've met some very wealthy people. And Me too. Some of them are very unhappy. I know. And not famous. No. And then some people are very famous and very broke. Yeah. And still not happy. Yeah. You know? And some people are poor and unhappy. <laughs> well, it's because those of us that are, like, that are average are just kind of like, yeah, I would love more money. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, I'd love to be rich. Or, like, you know, or just... Or just a poor person just being like, well, I just want to be comfortable. Like, here we are. All the comfortable people are like, I wish I was rich. Like, you know what I mean? It's just yeah. it's just a weird, it's, it's a weird cycle and there's no true, unfortunately, I wish we could just like have a, have a true definition of what, what happiness is overall. But unfortunately, Ooh, it's isn't. our job as individuals to create what happiness means to us. Do you know what us. I read the other day? Oh it's no! It's a really cool thing. Dropping, dropping it, man. Drop those facts. I just gotta. It's not a fact. It oh. was just a really cute thing to read. Hopefully, I can find it in the time that I'm sitting here blabbing. If not, well, in the mean, it. in the meantime, um, I keep on forgetting to bring this up because we keep just talking about things. <laughs> um, but for those Coloradoans out there, um, the Red Rocks dropped. There. Yeah. They dropped their so concert ready. list for the season. Gonna give me your top three? I'm gonna give you my top three. But real quick, here's what I found. Okay. I read the other day. Because you just said, I wish there was like a clear definition on what happiness is. And it reminded me of this thing that I read. Her name is like Ruth Fischel. And I follow her. Like she's followed through hmm. my Sober and Serene page. And it goes, happiness cannot be traveled to, owned, earned, worn, or consumed. Happiness is the spiritual experience of living every minute with love, grace, and gratitude. So you can never just get to happy, right? Like, happiness is not a destination. And, like, we forget that a lot. Well, yeah. I forget that all the time. I'm like, if I accomplish this, I'll be happy. If I get to this number on the scale, I'll be happy. If I get to this point in my life, I'll be happy. If I have this person, I'll be happy. And, like, I feel like I constantly catch myself in that little, like, rat race of thinking. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, happiness genuinely is a mentality that I forget that I have absolute control over. (laughs) Yeah. So, things it's, to consider. Yeah, it's it's just all, I mean, it's crazy. We're, you know, again, it, it's kind of like every Disney, you know, Disney movie you watch, like, like Brave or something like that. Like, just like how you're in control of your own happiness. Well, part of that happiness is, like, part of, like, your destiny. And you're in, you're in control of your destiny, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yep. that's, like, happiness we could talk about all the way around that's you could talk about happiness all day long speaking of happiness red rocks concerts coming up 2021 let's do this Uh, 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 i don't care i'll wear my mask for five hours at a concert i don't care i'll do it okay here's mine all right do it dan ward which is a really weird couple from uh south africa and they're great uh lord huron um the tedeschi trucks i'm gonna do another or glass animals okay Mine are Lord Huron, Glass Animals, and um, uh, Colorado Symphony Orchestra with the Colorado Chorus doing Beethoven Number no. 9. Oh my god, yeah, you'd mentioned that. 
I think that would be amazing to see at Red Rocks. I think we should do like black tie and like I just want to listen to some classical music. Like I like I said when we were looking at this list like mm-hmm. a week ago, let's get you know let's get 17th century on this bitch. <laughs> I don't know what century Beethoven was writing, but yes. I'm think, I'm just I'm just guessing, man. Get me a powdered wig. Let's go 17th century. On Get the me some rouge. Yeah, rouge for the cheeks and the lips. Mm-hmm. A brooch. Yes. Long gowns. Would you be surprised or not at all if I said I have some long gowns in my closet? I would not be surprised whatsoever. Okay. <laughs> I really wouldn't. I imagine them to be embroidered. One of them is. Okay. See, knew it. Knew it. Knew it. Yeah, so that's, those are, those are my top three, just because, I mean. Yeah, those are good. Slightly Stupid's going to be there, too. I've seen them. Halsey's going to be there. I thought about, I thought about that one, but I feel like that's going to be one of the ones that sells, that sells out really quick. Immediately. Same and with it's Dirty just Heads. Like, yeah. That's going to be gone. Yeah. The Abbott Brothers, that'll be gone. Yeah. Rainbow Kitten Surprise. Like, a lot of those, I feel like, uh, dubstep type music, like, mm-hmm. all that stuff will just be, that will be, like, sold out. Yeah. Reggae on the Rocks is still happening. That yeah. will probably be. That's a huge one. Everyone, yeah, that's huge. Everyone, everyone loves Reggae on the Rocks. Yeah. Man. It's what it's all about. And then, have you ever listened to King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard? Excuse me? One more time. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. It's a real name of a real band, and they actually are pretty good. Hmm. I'll Interesting. Send you a video. Interesting. Um, I was telling. I'm surprised that I didn't mess that up. I know. I'm like, wait. I don't. No, I've never heard of them. I imagine them to be like kind of like folky, bluegrassy, maybe. Indie. Indie. Yeah. Okay. All right. I can get down with indie. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was telling. Well, my my mother actually was the one that sent me, the article of the list. Um, because mm-hmm. typically once a year. Uh, me and like my, me and my brother, um, try and, you know, go to a concert with our mom and we try and do that every year. Um, last year was, last year was Dave Matthews band. Well, okay. Not last year. Cause it's 2021, but 2019 it was Dave Matthews band. Um, and so mom was, my mom was looking at it and she, you know, she was kind of talking about it and being like, oh, we'll pick one and then, you know, like, I'll come out and we'll go. And also there's stuff. And I was like, oh, well, like, I think Promise and I are going to go to one. She's like, oh, what, what, which ones are you thinking? And I named off, um, Glass Animals. Mm-hmm. And my mom was like, oh, I would totally go to that with you guys. She likes that? Oh, my God. That's great. My mom, my mom is actually like, she is super, she's super down with what the kids are listening to these days. <laughs> she's hip. She's, she's hip. Cool. She is hip. <laughs> You know, like, yeah, she's super My mom is hit. too when it comes to the music scene. She she runs all kinds of open mics and stuff. She's into it. Yeah, she wants to go to, like, the Avid Brothers, and that's just, it's just not my kind of music. I know a, I know a mm-hmm. bunch of people who are super into them. I'm just not. I'm just not. It was, it was not my first pick. No, also, it so. definitely was not. Yeah, I know a lot of people, like, from my hometown that come out for that show. Yeah. Um, just because they do, they do that show. They've done it now, like, three every or four year. years in a row. Every year. Yeah, they do it every year. Yeah. Um. Uh. I would totally go to a show with your mom. Yeah, my mom is, like, a lot of fun. She and I was just kind of, invited. I was kind of, like, explaining to her that, like, um, you know, that I've gotten to a point now where if I'm going to go to Red Rocks, I really just want to be able to sit and just truly enjoy uh, the way that music sounds. 
mm-hmm. in the amphitheater. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was great when I was seeing pretty lights every single year for five years in a row. Yeah, or like, bass nectar with your teeth literally like rumbling on top of each other. Yeah, like like <laughs> I remember like all those things and those were great magical experiences for me. Um, but it is kind of just like you know what I'm like I'm like getting to an age now and I'm not and I'm not old by any means. Um, of just really wanting to like appreciate. Yeah, the chill, music, appreciate listen. the artist, appreciate where I am and this just this beautiful, magical, yeah. magical place. I, you know, I know you and I will, will like always say like, I, we don't care if you've never been to Colorado. If you want to plan a trip to Colorado, plan your trip around going to a concert at Red Rocks. Yeah, absolutely. You gotta do it. Yeah, I'm super, I'm super stoked. I really hope that one of these shows can happen. I really hope we can go to one together. I can't wait to, like, I can't wait to just, like, even, like, the pre-show at Red Rocks. Like, just going and sitting in the parking lot. lot. Tailgating. Yeah. I miss that. I miss it so much. We'll get there. We're almost there. We're almost there. Vaccine is out. Things will happen. Let's just, you know, let's keep the world turning. Yes. That's all we can do right now. Just the spinning, 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 spinning. Yep. Well, is there anything else you want to add or Um, add to? I don't remember the exact articles, but I have been seeing, like, a lot of breakthroughs in, like, space. Space space declaration and, like, black holes and how the theory of being able... Sure, that word. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, what are we declaring? (laughs) Space is cool. (laughs) Space is real. (laughs) But, um... So it is. uh, But I guess, like, the theory of, like, how a black hole works, how, like, if you enter into a black hole, like, you could go into, like, a different dimension, into, like, a different part of the universe... You ever read Stephen Hawking's Stephen Hawking's book? You think I read? <laughs> I I redact my last question. <laughs> but oh, I love you so much. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. like I just said, I have been seeing a lot of articles oh about space. Just vague headlines is vague, what I mean. By vague that. headlines. Oh, really quick that I wanted to mention: we do not have enough time for space conversation. We don't. But, but look it up. I did. Yeah, look it up. I'll look it up because I haven't seen these articles that you're talking about. Huh. But I do read, so I might even click on a title or two. You might. I might click on the headline and read at least a paragraph in. Yeah. For some of them. <laughs> I'm just um, headline. I'm a headliner, man. It's all good. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, Brittany, by the way, because we talked about Brittany on our, one of our last podcasts. Oh, yes. Brittany did come out publicly and say that she was okay. She said she's the happiest she's ever been. She, she acknowledged all the... All the uproar that people had going on, all the concern that people had going on, those kinds of things. Now, if you want to take the time and look at that video yourself, and I'm sure people are still scrutinizing it, but she did decide to personally come out and publicly address Mm -hmm. all the Save Britney movement. So, interesting thing there. She still kind of looked, like, rough. And I hate talking about people's appearances like that because it just kind of feeds into the whole putting them on a under a magnifying glass or in a cage and like they're a spectacle to be talked about but anyway that's that oh and she just made a song with the backstreet boys <gasps> playing with matches i'll play it for you as soon as we're done with this podcast recording oh man yeah. not my favorite song but i do love backstreet boys and i love britney so that works know. that works uh well i do i still recommend listening to even the rich 
um, their three-parter on their four-parter on Britney. They actually just started uh, started a new deep dive into Paris Hilton. Oh that yeah, that one's very interesting. Did you see this is Paris or whatever I, she's calling it? I did not watch it. I but to I watch know it. that it's on my list. Uh, yeah, I know. I know some. Uh, I know that there are other celebrities that went through the same thing that Paris went through at the mm-hmm. exact same school. Kat Von D came out with her video on her experience. Interesting. Yeah, super interesting what. stuff, man. I loathed Lady Gaga until I watched Five Foot Two. So, I know you did. So anytime those kind of movies come up that, like, chicks decide to put out, especially, like, the ones with a very strong, like, dumpy image, mm-hmm. I'm like, I gotta watch it. Absolutely. And, like, really try to understand this as a human being, not as, like, a... I don't know. Maybe... Well, maybe let's come up with a list of people that we kind of, like, don't care for and that have these kinds of things. And challenge that perception. Challenge the perception, man. We'll talk about five foot two. All right. All right, man. Well, even though you're right here and we're going to continue to hang out, I think it's time for us to start recording so we can start talking all the shit. Yeet. 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 (laughs) Well, it's been fun, and I love you. I'm happy you're here. And thank you guys for tuning in. Take the time to email us comments, things. Yeah. Um, find us on Instagram, and every Monday we're dropping episodes at 8 a.m., so yeah, come hang out. See y'all on the flip side. Hey guys, if you like this episode, please don't forget to like and subscribe to the PM Podcast. Also, please follow us on Instagram at the PM podcast 20. And if you'd like to reach out to us, please send us an email at pmpodcast 20 at gmail.com. Thanks everybody for all your support. Love you.